here uh, in the church, uh, missing everyone. Dios bendiga a todos, hermanos, esta noche. Estamos aquí extrañando todos, esperando ese día que vamos a celebrar todos juntos otra vez. Esto nomás es un momento y todavía tenemos una eternidad con Dios. Si si seguimos en la carrera, amén, hermanos. We still have an eternity with God if we continue in this race and we we continue with the purpose to win it, amen. Amen. Well, God bless uh, uh, y'all. The title of tonight's message is The Broken Bread. Um, and the the word came to me after um, reading the Bible. And I love I love the messages uh, that we've received. I love the message that Pastor brought on Sunday as we are talking about uh, the resurrection. Uh, as we were talking about the Passover, we're talking about a lot of key areas, biblically speaking. Um, and how God uh, has never forsaken us, uh, has never uh, left us in times of need, in times of despair. Um, and we, we read in the resurrection and the power of the resurrection and, and, and the power that we have through Jesus in the resurrection. Um, but I was thinking about a lot of moments that, you know, um, in, in my personal life that um, I, I either was taught something or, or somebody was going over something with me. And um, at the time that I was learning it, I wasn't having to practice it. If it was a job-related thing or if it was um, something I was going to do um, and somebody at the hardware store told me how to do it and uh, or explained to me doing something. And, and I think that uh, this is an, a very important um, way of looking at things because sometimes we're explaining things, sometimes... Uh, we're told things, and uh, if we're not applying them at that time, uh, we have a tendency of of either forgetting what we're exactly what we're told, or um, or we have a tendency of not doing it exactly as we were told. And I think uh, it's important for us to apply that uh, spiritually. Also, estaba pensando hermanos en esos tiempos. Dios me estaba hablando que muchas veces uh, eh, alguien los enseña algo como hacer algo uh, como un trabajo o algo y, y si no vamos y lo hacemos a ese momento en, en un día uno, un, unos horas los olvidamos lo que dijeron muchas veces uh, si no lo estamos aplicando no estamos uh, um, teniendo um, buen éxito en, en hacer cosas porque no estamos pensando uh, oh, hace 30 minutos me, alguien me dijo algo yo estaba en mi memoria muy bien uh, y, y podemos aplicar eso en, mucho, en muchas muchas veces muchas uh, con, con mucha razón en, en, en las cosas bíblicas uh, y, y debemos uh, siempre uh, pagar atención en lo que Dios los quiere decir los, lo que Dios los quiere enseñar it's important this is why it's important for us to pay attention to what God is wanting to tell us and what God is wanting to show us through his word and not just take it for chance or just, you know, uh, um, dismiss it because God always has a word. God always has a plan uh, in moments like this. And this will, this, when he, when he says that he will, he will be with us always and not forsaken, forsake us, then we have to believe these things. We have to understand that our God is faithful uh, and know that he's true. Uh, so I'd like for, you know, us to ask ourselves, uh, you know, a, a couple of questions and, and, um, and like I said, you know, knowing these moments where we're being explained things and sometimes we're not applying them, uh, and we're forgetting what we're explained. So con eso, hermano, te quiero preguntar unas preguntas y, y también, uh, hablar de cómo es importante, uh, cuando eh, Dios dice, dice algo en su palabra que lo aplica nuestras vidas, lo aplicamos siempre en nuestras vidas uh, para, que, para que tenemos uh, buenas experiencias en, en, en Dios. So the first question that I have is, why is it that we do not hold on to some of the things we hear? Uh, and think about it. Think about what, what, what it is, uh, you know, for children that are listening tonight uh, and your parent asks you to do something and then your parent comes back an hour later, 30 minutes later, did you do this? And it's like, 
Um, no, I didn't. Uh, I, 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 I forgot it. Or if it was something else like, uh, you know, make sure uh, if you're going to cook something in the microwave that you, you know, just do it for this amount of time uh, or it's going to burn, you know, the, the chicken uh, and, and, and you don't do it. Or, or, or we get distracted or whatever it is. So uh, I think, you know, we have to look at reasons that we are not fully engaged in conversations that we're having, especially when we're having a conversation. And it's not really even a conversation. It's direction from God. Because a conversation would mean us conversing back. And in this moment, is not us conversing back to God. It's God conversing to us. And this is the moment where we hold silence and we take in everything that God is telling us. It's important for us to take in everything that God is telling us in these moments. This is where we will have a better experience. Diciendo, hermanos, que es importante que, que siempre, uh, como ejemplos que estaba diciendo, como si niños están oyendo ahorita y, y un, pa, un pa, uh, pariente lo dice, uh, no hagas esto, necesitas hacer esto y vienen en una hora y, y, y le, le preguntan, ¿hiciste esto? Y dicen, no, se me olvidó. O si dicen, si están cocinando algo y dicen, no más por cuatro minutos lo haces, no, no mucho lo vas a quemar y no están pagando, pagando atención y, y quema, queman el pollo o lo que sea. Uh, ¿Por qué estamos pasando esos momentos? Y y lo, lo experimentamos más en la palabra de Dios. Pues hay muchas veces que la palabra de Dios lo está avisando en algo y no estamos haciéndolo. No estamos uh, um, creyendo lo que está diciendo o no estamos pagando atención como debemos. So it's a good question. Why do we find ourselves doing these things? Both spiritually speaking and in our life. Did you do this? Did you try this? You know, I used to do customer service and I used to do technical support. And I would, somebody would call me up and they would tell me, hey, this is not happening. And I would ask them, did you try this? Yes, I did. And then I would ask four other questions and I'd go back to that question that I asked them at the beginning, did you try this? And they hadn't tried it. And the truth came out in the, in the process of what's trying to figure out things. And, and why do we find ourselves trying to skip things and this is where it's very important, especially spiritually speaking, that we uh, hold ourselves and really say, God, speak to my heart. God, speak to my, in my life. God, speak to my family. Because these moments right here, these moments where the world holds still are the moments that we must really say, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to show me? So es importante, hermanos, en esos momentos que el mundo se para, que más de todo oyemos lo que está diciendo Dios. So the second question I have is, why is being distracted such a good weapon that the enemy uses? And, and, and uh, I, I was looking at um, uh, some, some uh, titles and messages, some messages that God had given me back in the past, and one of them was distractions. And distraction, distraction in Latin translated is being pulled, pulling apart. That's the Latin translation of distraction. Uh, and you look at it, the enemy wants to pull us apart from being focused on what God's trying to tell us in moments that we need this. Estaba mirando, hermanos, predicaciones que ha ponido para cuando Dios me da algo. Y uno de los predicaciones tenía definición de siendo, how do you know how you say distracted? Apagando tensión. Uh, algo te ocupa tu, tu atención y, 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 y el, eh, como, como se translate en latín es, es serendo uh, rompido, serendo um, pulled apart, no sé cómo se dice en español, pero y eso es eh, eh, como usa el enemigo que quiere quitarte lo que te, te, te está instruyendo Dios. Yes, no es bueno. So God, God, you know, God's given us a word and the enemy's wanting to pull it away from us in, in a lot of different ways. And he does it in a lot of different ways. And, and, and it doesn't matter what it is right now. He's trying to do it right now in our lives. And this is the moment where we have to hold on to what God's going to tell us. If we turn to Psalms 119.18, we're going to start there. Uh, Psalms 119.18. Se puede votar para Salmos 119.18. 
119-18 Dice abre mis ojos y miraré las maravillas de tu ley That's beautiful It says here Open thou my eyes and I may behold wondrous things out of thy law Now brothers and sisters this is the moment where we're, we're asking God to open up our, our eyes To what he's going to show us what he wants to tell us And it says here that we are going to obtain something. We're going to see something great through his word. But we have got to humble ourselves. We've got to come to him and say, God, open up my eyes to this. Es bonito como dice aquí, hermanos, que, que uh, está pidiendo aquí David que Dios abra sus ojos para que pueda mirar las, las cosas maravillas en, en su ley. Eso es lo que necesitamos pedirle a Dios es que abra mis ojos Dios. Abra mis ojos Dios para que puedo, puedo ver lo que me quieres decir en tu maravilloso ley. Open up my eyes Lord so I can see what you want to show me in your perfect law. God has something that he wants to tell us. God has something he wants to show us. This is not a coincidence that all this stuff happened uh, uh, during a very impactful, and it was even very, uh, um, uh, it was in all the news about churches experiencing the, the resurrection service. And so it, it, a lot of people were probably searching, and what is this? Why are there so many big deals? Why are people going into the parking lots of churches? Why are they, you know, why are governments having to do this, this, and that? It's why? Because the attention was drawn to Jesus. And, and we've got to pray for these moments because these opportunities are going to come where people are going to start to, that may have never known or heard of Jesus, start to ask, who is this man? Ahorita, en esos momentos, hermanos, el mundo está preguntando, ¿quién es Jesús? Porque están hablando de Jesús en las noticias. Están diciendo cosas como, uh, uh, hablando de iglesias, cerrándose en, 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 en el servicio de resurrección. Y están diciendo, ¿quién es este Jesús que hay personas que quieren ir y, y sentarse en sus carros y oír la palabra de Dios? Hay muchas preguntas y debemos ahorita en esos momentos orar y decir, Dios abra los ojos del mundo. So we should ask that. If we turn to 1 Corinthians 10, 17. Si voltamos para 1 Corintios, hermanos, 10, 17, dice... Porque un pan es que muchos somos un cuerpo, pues todos participamos de aquel un pan. For we being many are one bread and one body, for we all are partakers of that one bread. And brothers and sisters, this is the importance of us understanding who and what Jesus has called us for. And for those of you that are listening and could be listening for the first time and not really understanding this, we're going to be talking about some things that will hopefully open up um, Jesus into your life. Para, para ustedes que están oyendo por primera vez y, y no, no sabes que estamos hablando, porque estamos hablando de, de esas cosas, uh, vamos a pedir que Dios abra tus ojos en lo que, ta, eh, que, que, que se revela en tu vida. Y, y, y para muchos hermanos esto es locura Como sabemos, como dice la Biblia Para, para nosotros es poder, poder en su salvación You know, for many it's, this is crazy talk But for us it's the power of his salvation And we know the power of his salvation And the power that we have in his salvation If we turn brothers and sisters to, to John 6.35 Si voltamos para Juan 6.35 Dice, y Jesús les dijo, yo soy el pan de vida. El que a mí viene nunca tendrá hambre. Y el que en mí cree no tendrá sed jamás. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never thirst. We've read this, we've read this uh, verse here recently, but that we understand as Paul was telling the Corinthians here that, that 
we're one bread. Why? Because we are partakers of the bread of life. Es importante, hermanos, aquí como dijo Pablo a los, a los corintios que somos un pan. ¿Por qué? Porque hemos participado, hemos comido, hemos comido, comido de la pan de vida que es Jesús. O debemos hacer esto. You see, when, when Jesus says here, I am the bread of life, and whoever's going to come to me will not hunger, and whoever believes in me will not thirst, it's not, it's not talking about a physical, because some of us could be struggling with these things and thoughts and, 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 and as they're worried about all these things. Is there going to be food? Is there going to be this? Is it going to be that? Jesus is like, look, 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 this is beyond that. This is something that's inside of you that's invisible. This is something inside of you that, that hungers, that thirsts for, that takes you and distracts you like we were talking about at the beginning. Está hablando aquí, hermano, no está hablando de un, un hambre que es que algo que se mira, es, es algo que no se mira dentro de nosotros. Que los lleva a mirando cosas que, que no debemos cuando debemos a tener nuestra mirada, mirada en Dios. Y por eso es importante que nosotros reconocemos eso antes que Dios tiene su preciosa palabra con nosotros. That's why it's important for us to recognize, okay, what is, what's distracting me here right now? What's pulling me right here right now? When God wants to tell me something in his precious word. When God wants to speak to us, it's precious when God wants to speak to us. There's no other voice that we want to hear but God's voice when he wants to speak to us. There's no other voice that you can imagine in this world that you want to hear except God's voice speaking to you. There's no other voice. And, and, and we must hold it to that. We must say, okay, God, I feel this moment right here where you're telling me something. No hay otro voz, hermanos, que, que esperamos oír en este mundo más grande que Dios es. Porque Dios tiene un voz que, que, que uh, mueve montañas, que para tormentas. Y eso es un voz, hermanos, poderoso que si para nosotros que hemos experimentado esto, no hay otro voz que tenemos. Y, y yo espero, hermanos, que cuando lo hemos oído, que, que queremos otra vez oírlo. Tenemos, tenemos orejas para oír el voz de Dios nomás. You see, when we've heard his voice and we've experienced his power, the power to, to move mountains, the power to stop storms, and we hear this voice, then our ear desires that voice. We want to come back to hearing that voice. We yearn for that voice. So, brothers and sisters, with that being said, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the, the post-resurrection. And I want to talk a little bit about the days after that, that after Jesus resurrected and, and, and the power that still happened then. We know, we know some of the, some of the uh, Bible, we've read it and understood it, but there, there was a great, great um, um, thing that he left behind after he left this earth. And I think that it's a, it's a beautiful place for us to start at. And we're going to turn to John 6.35. Quiero leer, hermanos, y quiero, quiero hablar de uh, los días uh, después que Dios uh, resucitó. Porque esos, esos días eran bien importantes. Cosas pasaron que eran bien importantes. Vamos a leer de San Lucas uh, 24. San Lucas 24, si podemos voltar para. Y vamos a comenzar en versículo 13. We're going to turn to uh, Luke uh, 24:13, and I'm going to I'm going to take this uh, kind of slow so we can understand uh, aspects of what we're reading here. Me voy a llevarlo despacito, hermanos, para que podamos entender todas las cosas que estamos leyendo. So no voy a poder leer porque son muchos versículos. No voy a poder leerlos todos en español, pero puedes seguir aquí. Pero voy a hablar en español en momentos. We're going to start here in verse 13 and it says, And behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus. Emmaus. 
I was, I was practicing that word, Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three scores for, for furlongs, which is about seven miles when you look at measurements. And Emmaus was a, a place that uh, later on became famous with um, crusades that had happened in, in Jerusalem. A lot of uh, um, historical reference was to it uh, for bathhouses and, and things that they tried to make very European during the Crusades when you look it up. But this place right here, there was two of them that went the same day to a village called Emmaus, which was about, from Jerusalem, about three scores uh, furlongs. Era un lugar, hermanos, que, um, que, que era como, como uh, seis millas de Jerusalén. Y des, dos personas estaban andando a este lugar, como se dice en español, Imaos, no sé cómo se no lo quiero. Verse 14, and they talked together of all these things which had happened. Esos dos personas que estaban andando, estaban hablando estos antes, ya después de resurrección de Jesús. Y puedes leer, antes de esto vas a leer que que estaban en, en la tumba de, de Dios y, y nadie estaba ahí si comenzas en, en de comenzar de 24 pero vamos a leer aquí y ellos estaban hablando lo que pasó We're gonna re, if you go back and read chapter 24 from the very beginning if you start reading chapter 24 you're going to read that they found the tomb empty not these two individuals but this was already this had already happened and these two individuals were, were walking when all this other stuff was happening and so uh, they talked on these things that had happened in verse 15. And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. So cuando estaban hablando, hermanos, estaban hablando de cosas lo que, que iban a pas, que iba a pasar, eh, 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 crucificación de, de Jesucristo, estaban hablando de estas cosas. Uh, Jesucristo uh, le, le encontraron a Jesucristo dice aquí pero dice aquí me gusta aquí en 16 and it says here in verse 16 but their eyes were holden and they should not know him so ellos estaban ellos oyeron de Jesucristo estaban hablando lo que pasó a Jesucristo la crucificación um, y y Ni sabían que Jesucristo estaban enfrente de ellos. Porque no podían ver, no podían entender, estaban detenidos en sus ojos. Y hay un propósito de, en, en esto. And we keep on reading on verse 17, you know, because their, their eyes were held back. Um, they were not able to see Jesus. And, they, and they, this, this is all that we're talking about, but they, Jesus was right there and they couldn't see him. And verse 17 says, and he said unto them, what manner of communication are these that ye have one to another as ye walk and are sad? So these gentlemen were having such an impactful conversation to each other about a man that's now they've encountered they don't recognize this man that they were having such a, an emotional, a sad, this is an emotion conversation about the person that just encountered them. ¿Qué quiere decir aquí, hermanos, que Jesucristo le dice a ellos, ¿qué están hablando? ¿De qué están hablando ahorita ustedes que están tristes? Esas personas vieron, oyeron lo que pasó a Jesucristo en la crucificación estaban tristes y Jesús les comienza a hablar a ellos y qué buen ejemplo los enseña aquí que muchas veces hermanos estamos hablando de cosas no entendiendo que Dios ya resucitó pero en nuestras vidas estamos hablando de cosas estamos tristes en cosas que Dios ya venció you see, brothers and sisters, this is why this is so important is that sometimes we're talking about some stuff, sometimes we're sad about things that Jesus has already overcome. And see, these two gentlemen right here were, there, you know, Jesus is talking to them and saying, why are you so sad? What is this, this communication that you guys are having right now? 
And they didn't even recognize that, that Jesus had resurrected, that Jesus was right there. So this shows us something. This shows us how, how easily we can be distracted, how easily we can miss things in moments that we should see things. Los enseña aquí, hermanos, que, que fácil es para perder algo, para no mirar algo que debemos mirar en momentos. Estaban ahí con Jesucristo y no sabían que era Jesucristo. Estaban tristes porque Él debe estar muerto y no sabían que Él estaba vivo. They were right there in front of him. They didn't realize that he had resurrected. They thought he was dead. That's why they were sad. And he's right there in front of them. And so I, I love how Jesus is masterful in everything. He experiences the great, his, the great resur resurrection and he goes back to work. You see, because our Jesus, uh, the, the Jesus that we preach doesn't stop. He's always working. And he's having a conversation with these gentlemen here. And, and, and they're, you know, who, what? They're going to just tell him. And they say, verse 18, they say here, And the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answering, said unto him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And hast thou not known the things? which are come to pass there in these days, le preguntaron a él, hermanos, ¿cómo no puedes tú saber lo que pasó? ¿Estabas en Jerusalén? ¿No viste todo lo que estaba pasando en Jerusalén? ¿Cómo lo estás preguntando a nosotros lo que pasó? Todos estaban hablando de esto. Pero era algo grande. They're, they're like confused here. They're like, are you, were you, were you not in Jerusalem? Did you really miss all the stuff that just happened? All the, all the, all, all, all the chaos, all the stuff that was happening with the crucifixion of Jesus? They're confused here. You see, because the, the great act of his crucifixion, that's all they were focused on. Not what Jesus had prophesied with his resurrection. This is what happens at times. That we get so lost on the action. We get so lost on what's happening at the moment. The sadness that comes. But we don't look at what's next. The promises that are next. And so we've got to, brothers and sisters, keep this in mind. Keep clearer and not distract ourselves so we won't be in front of Jesus one day talking to him and not know it's him when we see him. That we'll clearly know because as the word says it that we will see him in that day. So we keep on reading here. Verse 19. Sigamos leyendo aquí, hermanos. Es importante, mira, puedes mirar aquí que no sabían que era Jesús, que lo estaban preguntando, ¿dónde estabas tú? ¿Cómo no sabías estas cosas? Verse 19, and he said unto them, what things? I love Jesus. I love Jesus. So simple, so simple. Like, like, like he knew what was happening, but he's like, what things? You're so passionate right now. You're so emotional right now. You're so, what things are you talking about? You know, give me a little bit more. Let me, let me hear what, what you think happened. And they said unto him, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. Y dijeron aquí, hermanos, que me, me gusta como dice Jesucristo aquí, ¿qué cosas? ¿Qué cosas están hablando? ¿Cómo lo estaba? ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué estaban pensando en esos momentos? ¿Qué pensaron ustedes lo que pasó? Ya sabía Jesús lo que pasó, pero ellos, él estaba preguntando, ¿qué piensas ustedes? Jesus knew what happened. He experienced it. You think he needed a play-by-play a -play -play when Jesus went through it? But he wanted to see what their opinion was of it. Verse 20. And how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death 
and have crucified him. Uh oh. Aquí dicen aquí, hermanos, que, que los uh, gobernantes y, y, y reyes y, le mandaron a muerte a Jesús de la crucificación. So, miraron eso. Qué, qué grande cosa mirar. Un perfecto persona no hizo nada y llevó la muerte por el mundo para nuestra salvación. And we see here, verse 21, we keep on reading here, verse 21, but we trusted that it had been he which should have redeemed Israel and beside all this today is the third day since these things were done. Now listen to this, brothers and sisters. This is where, this is where you're going to start to see how in moments like this we forget. We forget what God has told us. We forget what God has instructed us. Why? Because the sadness, the distraction comes over us and what, what happens? We lose the sense of what's happening. Aquí, hermanos, vamos a ver aquí que uh, como podemos estar aquí oyendo la palabra de Dios y viene algo para aplicar la palabra de Dios y no lo hacemos. ¿Por qué? Porque no estábamos listos para aplicarlo. We weren't ready to apply his word. This is why we must always be studying. We must always be ready to apply. When something happens, we know what to do. We know how to apply the word of God. When something goes wrong, we know how to apply the word of God. Siempre debemos estar listos, hermanos, para aplicar la palabra de Dios cuando cosas vienen contra nosotros. Por eso la palabra de Dios es, es buena. Por eso se merece atención. That's why God's word is, is good and it deserves all attention. Because it's warning us, it's telling us, it's advising us. We haven't even got into the roots of things that we're right now and have they been prophesied in the Bible now that the world is quiet in things and God's not done yet because the world is still very stubborn when it comes to stuff for shame I saw you know uh, a governor of a state saying it wasn't God it wasn't God that did this That, that helped people through this. It wasn't prayer that did it, he said. It was us. Hmm. Okay. The wrath of God, brothers and sisters, is going to be upon the earth. And for us, his children, it's our to study, to take in as much as we can and be prepared to give. Be prepared to give. Be prepared to give first to your family, your children. Instruct them, let them know. Don't let them not receive this. But you must be on solid ground. And we keep on reading here. Verse 22, yea, and a certain woman also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the tomb. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. And certain of them, which were with us, went to the tomb and found it. Even so, as the woman had said, But him they saw not. Oh, now they're talking about, this is, they're talking about what I was talking about earlier, that, that somebody went to the tomb and the tomb was empty, came back and told them that they had seen two angels in the tomb. I like how the two angels said, and the, who you, what you're looking for in here? Ain't nobody dead in here. Aquí estamos hablando, hermanos, lo que, lo que dije más temprano, que si comienzas a leer el comenzar del uh, capítulo 24, vamos a leer aquí que dijeron que, que una mujer entró y, y, y vio que la tumba estaba vacía, pero vio dos, dos ángeles y le preguntaron, ¿qué estás aquí? 
No hay nadie muerto aquí. ¿Por qué, por qué estás aquí? Porque Jesucristo declaró algo. Pero muchos de ellos estaban ocupados. Y no oyeron, no entendieron. You see, Jesus had declared something to his disciples. But they were distracted because there was a lot of events going on that weekend. And they forgot. So Jesus is talking to these men here. These men that are connected. Now we see that they're connected. Say that they were a disciple. Part of the group. Because one of them says they came back and said this. And yet, they couldn't see him. Why couldn't they see him? Why do we not see him? ¿Por qué no podían verlo si ellos sabían estas cosas? Ellos estaban repitiendo todo lo que oyeron y vieron. Pero no podían mirarlo. Porque muchas cosas estaban pasando. Estaba deteniendo. A ellos para verle a Jesús. Because many things were happening that were stopping them from seeing Jesus. And we keep on reading here. Verse 24, right? 25, I'm sorry. Then he said unto them, <laughs> I don't know how I take this. I'm walking with a person I don't know. I'm explaining all these things and I'm over here. How do you not know this stuff? But look at Jesus. Oh, fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets had spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things? And to enter into his glory. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because Jesus, first of all, he offends them by calling them fools. I mean, I got to respect a little bit Jesus and how he handles things. Me gusta aquí como comienza Jesús diciéndoles, ¿no era necesario que Cristo padece esas cosas y que entrara su gloria? But it says here, what is it, verse 26? I mean, 20, 25, 25. Go back. Go back one for me, please. Entonces, él les dijo, oh, insensatos, insensatos, y tardos de corazón. Palabra dura aquí para alguien que, que, que estábamos explicando cosas y me dice eso. Y qué, qué duro es Jesús. Pero también dice algo In 26, he says here in, in, in 26, no era necesario que Cristo padeciera estas cosas y que entrará en su gloria. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? They're asking them, but they're not seeing it. See, see, instead of being like, wow. Walking these seven miles. With seven miles walking, it's about two and a half hours. So it's a pretty good little talk, you can imagine. These guys are talking about two and a half hours, and they're walking, and they're, and they're not like, man, like rejoicing because the tomb was empty, right? They're walking, and they're sad, and he says, why are you sad? And, and, and they don't, and, and, you know, they really don't have a response. We're, 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 you know, instead, they'd rather say, who are you? Do you not understand what just happened? And then Jesus is like, okay, now, now I'm going to see, I'm going to see where they're at because... Now he says, should these things have happened to him? Shouldn't he, you know, have entered into his glory? He starts to now repeat to them what Jesus, when he was there before the crucifixion, was explaining to them. Me gusta aquí porque como Dios explica todas las cosas y, 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 y comienza con un insulto, no sé si se dice así, pero y les pregunta, ¿no debía estas, que Jesús entrara a su gloria? Pero sabiendo que, que Jesús estaba ahí con ellos antes de crucificación, explicando todas las cosas. 
and verse 27, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. So brothers and sisters, este versículo, hermanos, es importante. This is an important verse because after he tells them that, he now starts to pour into them revelation. He now starts to talk to them all the way from, you see here from Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all, in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Listen to this, brothers and sisters. He then, he takes them to school on who he is. But estamos leyendo aquí, hermanos, que comenzó, dice aquí, y comenzando desde Moses y de todos los profetas declarables en todas las escrituras lo que de él decían. And all these things he explained to them what the scriptures said concerning himself. And it says here, and then they got to the village and they drew nigh unto the village whither they went. And he made as though he would go further. So, leemos aquí, hermanos, que entraron a la ciudad donde iban y cuando entraron ahí, Jesús siguió andando. No se paró con ellos. We read here that, you know, as soon as they got to the village and they got to the place that Jesus didn't stop with them, Jesus kept on going. And, and for us, we've got to always be prepared. This is just a side note. But we've got to always be prepared to make sure that we're following him and not expecting him to follow us. So he made it seem like he was going to go. It said here, he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him. Let's get serious now. Pero le ganaron, hermanos. Cuando vieron que iba a seguir. And they told him, abide with us. Quédate con nosotros. For it is toward evening. Porque ya, ya se hace tarde. And the day is far spent. And he went into Terry with them. Brothers and sisters. Es importante, hermanos, que entendemos aquí que Iba a seguir, pero esas personas cuando le habló de, de quién era, todavía no dijeron, es Jesús, es Jesús. Pero sentieron algo y le pidieron, entra con nosotros, que es de aquí. Y la pregunta es, hermanos, ¿en qué punto estás en tu vida ahorita? Estás en un punto... Donde estás oyendo la voz de Dios. Dios te está diciendo esto en lo que estás pasando. Y lo vas a dejar ir andando. O lo vas a parar. Y lo vas a pedir que entra. I ask you, where point are you in your life right now with everything that's going on? Are you at a point where you're going to just let Jesus keep on walking after he who he was through the scriptures or are you going to ask him to come in where are you where are you at with him did you just get distracted and cut him off when he was talking to you when he was explaining to you things We must ask ourselves these things. How, how much attention am I giving to God? Because he deserves it all. And we keep on reading here. 
verse 30. And it came to pass as he sat at meat with them, as he sat at the table with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. Hermanos, dice aquí que llegaron y estaban en la mesa y garó, y garó Jesús la pan y lo quebró y lo bendició y se los dio a ellos. Y es importante, hermanos, todo este viaje que era dos horas y media andando todo el tiempo que estaban hablando con él no sabían quién era pero en este momento que Jesús se sentó con ellos porque le pidieron a él que se sentaba con ellos que entraba con ellos y el momento que garó el pan lo bendició y lo quebró se reveló algo. And all this time they were with him, walking with him, they had no idea who he was. And that moment when he was going to keep on walking and they asked him, come inside. And he came inside and he went to the table and he got the bread and he blessed it and he broke it. There is this thing that came over them. I've heard people describe it in different ways. But this moment of bread breaking and revealing who Jesus is. I've heard people say that when he broke it, they saw his scars. But I say the power of his word and as we read, I am the bread of life that was broken for our sins. But now he was sitting there with them. In this moment, and we read here, hermanos, estamos leyendo que como la palabra de Dios dice que yo soy la pan de la vida. Y vemos aquí que el momento que lo quebraron, vieron algo, la pan de vida quebrado, pero resucitado, estaba ahí con ellos. Ha oído muchos ejemplos, unos dicen que cuando lo quebró, que vieron la entrada de los <laughs> nails, no sé cómo dice, dice nails. Unos dicen eso, pero pienso que ese sonido, ese momento que oyeron eso, el pan quebrándose, algo vino en sus vidas. Something came over them, something came into their lives when they heard the bread break. Verse 31, and their eyes were opened and they knew him and he vanished out of their sights. Leemos aquí, hermanos, que y sus ojos estaban abiertos, los ojos de ellos, y él y, y le conocieron, mas él se desparció de los ojos de ellos. So he departed, he departed the moment they recognized him. All this time they were with him in the bread of life was there and finally they recognized him when he sat with them at the table and we see brothers and sisters it says here verse 32 and they said one to another did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way in the while he opened to us the scriptures. So they ask each other. 
was it just me that felt this or did you feel this? Le preguntaron a, 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 a sí mismos. ¿Sentiste esto que tu corazón que, que te llenaste de algo y que sentiste algo que como dice aquí que mientras él nos habló que ardía nuestros corazones? ¿O era nomás yo? Experimentaron algo andando con Jesucristo Pero todavía hasta que ese momento Ese momento es lo que reveló You see brothers and sisters They experienced this They, they had these emotions They had these feelings Didn't you feel When he was walking with us When he was speaking to us Didn't you feel something Because that doesn't matter Because they still didn't know who he was Until they connected it all and they remembered it all. Until they remembered him saying, I am the bread of life. Until they remembered him telling them what was going to happen and come to pass. And the moment they remembered and put it all together, they felt and, they rev- and he was revealed to them. And they began to discuss and they, and they said, didn't you feel, did you feel this? When he opened to us the scriptures. And remember, remember this, they, they, they get to this place and it's already dark. It's not like they have lights. It's not like there's a highway. There's, it's, it's like you walk in the dark when it's dark. If the moon ain't out, it's dark. And they were telling him, hey, come in because it's getting late. But look what happens next. And they rose up the same hour. They didn't say, you know what, man, that was awesome, awesome. That was great. In the morning, we'll have to go back to Jerusalem. They rose up the same hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 gathered together and them that were with them. So they went back. And I didn't give them this verse, I apologize for this, but Verse 34, saying, the Lord is risen indeed and hath appeared to Simon. Something that he, the indeed part came after the experience. It wasn't when they were talking to Jesus. It wasn't when they were explaining to him everything that had happened. It wasn't indeed this person had resurrected because the tomb was empty oh now it was indeed because I seen him I experienced this we experienced this so they went back knowing of Jesus because they went back to the disciples y como dijeron aquí hermanos que y levantándose en la misma hora tornaronse a Jerusalem y hallaron a los a los uh, once reunidos y a los que estaban con ellos y, y 34 dice que dijeron diciéndoles el Señor es resucitado podemos decir de, ver, de, ver, de verdad <laughs> no puedo decir de verdad and hath appeared to Simon Ellos no vieron esas cosas, cosas antes de hablar con Jesús. No podían decir de que, que he resucitado. Como lo estaban explicando a Jesús. Que alguien, alguien dijo esto. So we see here moments. And, and, and you might leave this and we might stop, the, you know, this message is over and, 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 and we caught a little bit of it and stuff like this. But how do we apply these moments into our lives that we can hold on to it when things come against us? We're able to put what we've learned against it. And the power of Christ. ¿Cómo podemos practicar estas cosas, hermanos? No es en vano que la palabra de Dios viene a nosotros. No es en vano. Debemos, debemos siempre esperar que Dios va, los, va a decir algo, los va a enseñar algo en su palabra. 
Y esperar esos momentos que podemos aplicar su palabra. Pero que no llegamos, que nuestros ojos no están abiertos en momentos. Que no estamos viendo ahorita lo que está pasando en este mundo. Como gente está hablando. Si estamos poniendo mucha confianza en gobernamiento. Estamos poniendo mucha confianza en cosas. Y debemos poner toda nuestra confianza en Jesucristo. We're putting our confidence in a lot of things in governments. Governments are going to fail us. But Christ will not fail us. He will always be true. He will say it. I, I left it there for you so you could see it. So you could understand it. Read it. Matthew 24. Go back if you need to read it. Matthew 24 explains the times when they asked Jesus on the second coming. But we find ourselves and we're just like, oh man, it's, this is different though. This, the Bible could have been wrong. The Bible's not wrong. It's our distractions that get us away from the Bible. So los dejo con esto, hermanos. Voy a pedir que los músicos que, que pasan delante. I'm going to ask the musicians to come forward. Sing this last song. But I'm going to leave you with this verse. Matthew 5.8. Te dejo con ese versículo aquí, hermanos. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Bienaventurados los de limpio corazón, porque ellos verán a Dios. Porque ellos verán a Dios. Bienaventurado los puros de corazón. Hermanos, es lo que esperamos nosotros. Que cada vez que venemos aquí, que los purificamos más y más para que podamos verle más y más. That's our hope, brothers and sisters, that we come here with a desire to purify our heart so we can see him in our lives. ¿Lo estamos viendo, hermanos, en esos momentos? ¿O estamos viendo más lo que está pasando que más que es Dios para nosotros? Seeing him for who he is, are we seeing what's happening more? So I'm going to ask us, brothers and sisters, to pray tonight. We're going to pray. And I'm going to ask the group to end with this one song here. And then we just keep on glorifying God for his goodness. Amen. Keep on praying. Keep on praising. Keep on paying attention to the spirits in the air, making sure they don't enter into places. We look forward to seeing each other, brothers and sisters, because God is good. Amen. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're grateful for your precious word, God. We're grateful for everything that you show us, everything that you do in our lives, Lord. We're grateful, Lord, that at times, Lord, your mercy still reigns and you still explain yourself through things when we're not seeing you, Lord Jesus. And we have an opportunity to hear you tonight. We have an opportunity to see you tonight. And we ask, Lord, that we get closer to you so we can see you clearly. We want to see you more, Jesus. I thank you, Father, for everything that you do in our families, in, our, in, in protecting us, Lord, and seeing us through things, Jesus. It is you, Jesus. It is you alone, Father, that deserves all the honor and glory. It is you that's the healer. It is you that gives wisdom. It is you that opens doors, Father. We are men that just can receive this powerful thing that you do, Jesus, that moves things and, and reorganize things, Father. But that we come back to you and that, and that people recognize that it's you, Jesus, that deserves all the glory and honor, Jesus. Our prayers are going to all those that are suffering right now, Lord Jesus. Those that have lost loved ones, Lord, those that are battling sicknesses, Lord, those that are struggling right now because they've lost jobs and opportunities. Prayer goes to them also, Father. That they can understand that better days are coming, that better things coming in their lives, Father. I thank you, Jesus, for the strength that you're giving the church. I ask that you awaken the church, Lord, the body, to do more for you, Lord, to think more of you, Jesus. 
in this isolation that we're in, Lord, that we can hear you clearly, Jesus, that we can see you clearly in these things, Jesus. And that we come here prepared, Lord, to praise you, to glorify you, Father, with all our heart, Jesus. And we ask this all in your precious and mighty name, in the name of Jesus. God bless everyone tonight, brothers and sisters, and we will see you, God willing, on Friday. Amen.